Hey, everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lunnan. And this is Volume Up by the T's. Today is Tuesday, July 6th. How was your 4th of July? Spectacular, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, eh, it's eh. hot. I don't love hot, but the 4th of July foods I'm always into, like barbecue stuff, like not the yeah. barbecue meat, but the thing. Yeah, I didn't get, think you know, the meat. You know. I didn't know if you indulged. <laughs> no, but like, you know, kebabs on like a veggies and like strawberry yeah. and all of that stuff. Okay. That's what I'm into. And like those terrible <laughs> cookies with the frosting. That's, you know, how was I mean, your fourth? You had the 4th of July Oreos. Wasn't there 4th of July Oreos? That you, <laughs> wow. Um, I did. I bought those suckers because I'm no, a fool yeah. for marketing. Um, yes. I love a novelty cream. This has been established, <laughs> I think, here on this podcast, even. Um, yeah, they were red, white, and blue. I was feeling patriotic, the Olympic trials and all of that, and Ooh. found out without reading the packaging, because I'm an idiot, <laughs> that there were pop rocks in them. And Amazing. so, yeah, I was eating <laughs> an Oreo, thought I had a medical emergency because I wasn't sure what was happening in my mouth, um, but it was just pop rocks. So, you know, and then you read the packaging, it's right there. Um, right. So don't get them unless you're expecting that. That's my pro tip. Good. Well, my 4th of July was good, except this year, my husband was banned from lighting off copious amounts of fireworks. So That's safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every every year I say a little like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. Um, and <laughs> off to the end of the dock, he goes and the mm. dock caught on fire last year. So that oh. was like Gary Lobs was like, you know, we're just not I just think. We're not actually supposed to do it anyway. Yeah. So we we settled. <laughs> we settled for sparklers. Mm-hmm. Sparklers. We love that. Yes. Well, we hope that everybody had a happy holiday uh, to those that are celebrating. Um, and yeah, let's get into this this episode here. On last week's episode, I spoke with Monet Everett, industry leader, creator of the Texture Style Awards. The ceremony aired yesterday. We hope that you guys streamed. And we are so proud of all of the winners. In fact, We'll be talking with all of them on what competition and winning will mean for their careers later this month, right here on the Volume Up podcast. And if you like learning more about the industry, those who are enacting change and creating better work, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, at Read the Tees, and send in questions to volumeup at thetees.com. This week, I spoke with L'Oreal professional stylist Sebastian Langmakertley about L'Oreal Professional's new metal detox line, which is a new patent technology that's meant to work with any other color lines and support consistency and minimizing damage in the color process. A great interview. Sebastian is so great to chat with um, and so interesting how this technology is solving for a challenge that is happening to all of our hair, um, you know, thinking about metal in your hair and what region of the country you're in and how it varies. So we dig into all of that in today's podcast. Before we get into the episode, let's talk about something that we've been seeing, which is the wolf cut. How are love, you feeling about this TikTok I, I trend? It. Oh, you, know, you love oh. Yeah, I know. I'd say th- I, th- I thought you would be surprised because I don't love the <laughs> <I> mullet. <laughs> but this new wolf cut, I can totally get into. And let's just be clear. It's really just a shag. I was going to say, it? when you say it's a shag. new, we're air it's quoting new. new. It's it's not anything new, y'all. They're calling it something new. But yeah, it's a shag and it's fire. Total fire. I mean, 
I definitely had the shag, and I'm gonna try to dig up some of those photos. Please. Oh my god, Kelly Ellis loved with the shag. It. Oh yeah, yes. shag Alicia. So Wolf got <laughs> on, <laughs> on on TikTok for sure. It's a trend. We're loving it here at the Tees. Yes. If I had hair, damn it. If I wouldn't try it, I'm maybe it's the this is the time. <laughs> a curly, although a curly wolf cut, that's like the other one that they show. Anyway, that's we won't go solid. into that. But yeah, we the the tease, the volume up podcast co-signs the wolf cut. <laughs> we do. Okay. The next one. I mean, I've been known to have a few grays covered, just a, just a couple. Um, and have you heard of the gray hair? being reduced by reducing stress. Like, let's just get a hold of that con that concept. Okay. If you reduce your stress, you can reverse your gray hair. And there is absolutely no way that is possible. Do you think? Uh, well, according to a small study published in <laughs> eLife on insider.com, it apparently is, but I will say that my gray hair when I'm less stressed, does not magically disappear. So I, I no. it seems a little bit like a crock of something. Yeah. I mean, it's clickbait, right? Total <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> it is. In the meantime, I'm going to color what I want to cover my grays because I'm not sure totally. that they actually disappear. Um, <laughs> but nice to think about, right? Like, I like the sort of placebo, like, oh, if I just am less stressed out. Oh, imagine maybe... you like one day you're just like, Where'd they go? <laughs> They're brown again? Like, what? <laughs> I do like the concept, though. So kudos kudos to that very, very, potentially very small study that was done and for giving us a wonderful topic to rant on. <laughs> yeah, love that. Love that for, for those folks. Well, you know, there's lots of stuff that's happening in the news and our team is no stranger to it. So our editorial team has been hard at work this week, just like every week, uncovering the latest in our industry, diving into brands that you don't know, but you should. And here are our favorite headlines from the tease.com this week. Kelly, kick us off. Okay, we all know her. We love her. And thanks to her for giving us a little shout out back for covering her newest innovation. So Tabitha Coffee... We could just say Tabitha, right? I know. Um, she designed <laughs> she designed a sustainable workwear line for stylists with a clothing company, clothing label called Botex Designs. So the longtime hairdresser has brought her edgy style to the eco-conscious clothing line. So really, really cool. There's certainly a give back element in here as well, where she is donating donating back a dollar of each sale product to Hair Aid, a nonprofit organization that works globally to make a difference and create change by teaching people living in critical poverty the skill of haircutting, which is absolutely brilliant. I love that concept. Um, her designs are super cool. They are all black all day um, and a great great idea and kudos to you tabitha so go check it out and you guys might remember that tabitha was the guest right here on the volume up podcast so you should probably check out that episode too because we got yeah. into all of the stuff that she's been up to this was not teased at so not. you know we love a surprise we love sustainable uh kudos to, to tabitha all right, something that I'm really into on the site right now was a little bit pride-related, but I think that it's pretty evergreen. It's really powerful. The title is Three LGBTQIA Plus Hair Pros on Exploring Queer Identity Through Hair. So our team talked with three different hairstylists uh, as regards their experience uh, with hair, their relationship, uh, their queer identity, uh, and sort of how their careers 
work to lay the foundation for success for the community. Um, we love it. So we talked with Lane Cook. Uh, we talked with Akia Flores. And we talked with, that's right, Kane Cutswell. What a name. Uh, about their careers, their history, how they got to where they are, uh, what it means for them to be openly queer within the beauty professional space, uh, as well as how they feel industry ought to be more inclusive, ways in which they can make hiring choices uh, that really demonstrate their support for the LGBTQ plus community. Anyway, really, really powerful article. Loved the insights that they shared. We're so thankful and appreciative that they did. Uh, and you guys just got to go check that out. So get on that. Go over to thetease.com. Look for that. Um, next up, Hair Los Angeles and Daniel Moon. I partnered with Reebok for the major Reebok, a collection of colorful sneakers that every hair pro needs to get their hands on. I purchased them. You may getting maybe getting a pair. <laughs> Because I know your shoe size uh-huh. and they are absolutely so funky. So cool. There's two options. They say hair on them. They've got these fuzzy little um, shoelaces. And so I'm totally all about it. My friend, I'm going to say Chelsea Riggs from Amika, the president and founder of Amika. I saw her Facebook story and she was opening her box. And I was like, I got some too. And she's like, this is a major, <laughs> major kudos for the, the hair culture. So, um, love it. Check it out. They're called major Reebok from hair, Los Angeles and Daniel moon. Love that major moon making major moves. Yep. All right. The article that I'm really into right now, uh, the last one that we'll share is new and celebrity beauty brands, Becky G's Latinx inspired Tres Luce beauty. So we love a beauty brand. We love a celebrity beauty brand. Uh, and this one from celeb reggaetonera, Becky G, is, is dope. It's great. We love it. Um, it is very much inspired by her own cultural heritage, really fun palettes, fun names, all of the stuff you would expect from Becky G. If you're a fan, if you're not, you should get on that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a sort of rundown on exactly what the brand offers, uh, sort of formulations, all of the things that you want to know, we dove into, and I loved it. So check that one out. Check it out. As always, so much going on at thetease.com. Thank you to our hardworking editors. We're proud to publish the stories that salon pros and consumers care about. All right, Jeff, get ready. Next up, we're talking to Sebastian from L'Oreal Professional with their new metal detox line. Here we go. So today on the pod, we're talking to Sebastian Langman Kirtley with L'Oreal Professional. Sebastian is a salon owner and L'Oreal Professional artist with a vast educational background in creative color. He has worked in classrooms and on stages both nationally and internationally, sharing his passion and expertise for the art of French balayage. He believes that coloring hair is an art form. I believe that as well. And his precise attention to detail is recognized in his signature techniques that he is known for. We're going to get into a little bit more of that on the podcast, but first and foremost, welcome Sebastian. Um, We're so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here and thank you for asking me. So Sebastian, tell me a little bit about your journey. I mean, why the salon professional industry um, did kind of that urge and instinct happen early on in your life? I asked that because my mom was a salon owner and stylist for 40 years. So walking into the salon was like home to me. So tell me a little bit about your journey. 
So my journey started in my bathroom when okay. I was 13 and I dyed my hair bright orange from a box. Ooh. And um, I was just, I'm an artistic person and I find many forms of creative expression. So that was my first. Okay. Got and, it. Uh, I really love, I love color in general. I love hair color, but I just, I feel very passionate about color in general. I think it evokes a lot of emotions and, um, you know, so I would frequent like the local uh, beauty supply place, the public one. Okay. And uh, I dyed my own hair many, many times. I made it fall out a couple of times too. And uh, so it was just a hobby for me. And uh, I went to school. There was definitely a lot of college pressure there for me, a uh, lot of expectations. So I went off to uh, become an architect. Wow. And, uh, okay. Yeah. So that didn't work out. I mm -hmm. realized after probably about six months in college that it was not for me. It was just too black and white. There was not enough Literally, color. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my, uh, I was encouraged. I wanted to do interior decorating and I was encouraged by my parents or my father specifically, he's a businessman. And he was just like, you should just go to architecture school and then you can do whatever you want with that degree. And so, you know, being 18 years old and impressionable and wanting to, to please him, I, you know, jumped into that and I realized pretty quickly that it was not for me. You know, I thought maybe I'll do real estate, maybe I'll sell cars and I've always had this passion specifically for hair color. So okay. I'll fast forward a little bit. I went to hair school. I fell in love with the industry. I love hairdressers. And uh, I, I feel like I've never worked a day because That's it's awesome. so much fun to me. Yeah. I mean, there's something special about our industry. And I think you have to be immersed in it to really understand that special connection and community and shared love for creating and experimenting. So Sounds like that really hit you in the bathroom, that orange hair color, right? It, it was strawberry <laughs> blonde and I wanted Ooh. it that way. All right. Did you have I to bleach it color. down first or you were light already? No, I just did. Um, I think it was probably like 20 volume developer, Ooh. whatever was in the box. Okay. It was supposed to be ammonia free. I don't really know if that was true, but <laughs> it was strong enough to lift me a couple of levels. All right. <laughs> And there you were. Do you have a favorite childhood look that you can go back to and be like, this is the one I nailed it. Oh my gosh. Childhood. I think probably I was definitely into that whole boy band look. Okay. That was more like 19 years old. I had lots of highlights. Uh, I tried to encourage my curl so I could look just like Justin Timberlake. And of course. Uh, I look back on those years and I see myself with my permatan and <laughs> my crazy yellow hair. And I'm like, well, that definitely yeah. makes a statement of that uh, era of my life. Yeah. You were squarely in the late nineties, early two thousands, right? Most like definitely. <laughs> right we all experience. And now it's all coming back, right? Like we're headed yes. back there trend wise. It's like, we're living through it again. Like we yeah. did that already. But <laughs> this is the first generation that I like remember actually wearing the baggy jeans and, oh, yeah. you know, I, I saw this happen and I remember it. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm aging. 
<laughs> because it was cool then. So I definitely can't do yeah. it again now. Right. Um, I love, it's like the line in Taylor Swift song, like I'll come back stronger than the nineties trend. And it's like, we're here, we're doing yeah. it. Here we are. <laughs> So along your way, I know you mentioned, you know, some obstacles or the fact that you were kind of guided down some different paths. Um, what really made you say, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to beauty school. My journey. So I went to college for six months, but I partied for four years. Okay. And um, like definitely sex, drugs, and rock and roll was a big part of that journey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it kind of wears you out after a while. And eventually I just got to the point where I was like, why am I doing this? I want to get serious. I keep thinking my goal is to have a career of some sort. And what do I really want to do with my life? You know, and I wanted to do something creative. Yeah. I've always been a very creative person. And, uh, you know, I I actually went uh, with a friend when he went to look at our local hair school and I sat there and I got like a manicure or something while he was doing his, uh, his walkthrough. And I was like, I think this could be for me. Yeah. All right. I love it. So then fast forward to today, like, tell me a little bit about your salon, why you decided to open up the salon, kind of what the vibe and, and feel is there. So my salon is called the keep. Okay. And we are an eight chair boutique salon. It's about a thousand square feet. Okay. We are, it's a chill vibe. It's luxury. Definitely lots of crystal. We have chandeliers. It's actually not my personal taste, but it definitely works in the space. There's lots of light, uh, but it's not at all pretentious or snobby. It's just pretty and comfortable. I want people to come in and feel like they're, in my living room, like they're sure, a welcome sure. guest. And um, so we are heavily education-based. I train people from hair school, from the ground up. I love doing that because usually people are very moldable and they don't have bad habits yet. We're a color-focused salon because I've been with L'Oreal Professional for a while, 12 years now. Okay. And, um, it's, it's my passion and I feel like it's like makeup that you can't take off. And I feel like it makes a huge difference. And everyone that we hire is very passionate about the artistry of hair in general, but we look for people that are passionate about color. Sure. I worked for uh, a big, uh, salon slash Medi spa for about six years towards the beginning of my career. And then as I started doing more with L'Oreal Professional, and I was traveling more, it just made more sense for me to make my own schedule. So I left the big salon, I rented studio space for a few years. And then my husband has owned two salons okay. prior to that point. And we just said, this is just a logical move. I was paying so much rent for my chair. And it was like, let's do a build out, let's find a space and let's make, let's make this happen. Yeah, Let's make it us. That's great. And then at what point during your career were you introduced to the L'Oreal team? How did that partnership really come to fruition for you? It was back when I was working at the the salon Medi Spa where I was for a while. And I've been super passionate about education. I was doing all in salon education, doing like network education for Bumble and Bumble. And uh, it was, that was cutting based. So our color line, it wasn't L'Oreal. 
what we were using at that point. And I was basically tracking to get an educator's position with this other line. And then we switched to L'Oreal mm, Pro. Okay. And when I used it for the first time, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. The colors are so beautiful. Like you can see all the nuances in the tone. And I was just like totally obsessed with it. Such a big portfolio, something for yeah. everything you could ever need. And so essentially I harassed the like district manager until she said, okay, here's what you need to do to become an educator. And I had to work with the color for a year, okay. do before and after pictures, which were actually on a camera camera. Yeah. Like with not film. a phone, like not a phone. <laughs> I still have them. It's kind of like That's scary amazing. to look at these pictures because they're <laughs> so dated and I thought they were so awesome at the time but that's uh that's how I was introduced to the L'Oreal Pro team and I went and uh, essentially they teach you how they want you to teach and then you you test out in a final audition uh a few months later and I actually went to my final audition and I bombed it oh and they didn't, they didn't take me. Okay. Oh, that's rough. And then hard what? knocks. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I was like, I, I, that is just the, that is just the traction that I needed to push me okay. a little bit extra. And so I auditioned again and I made it that time. Okay. And it's been smooth sailing for the most part since yeah, then. I love the great. team. We are really like a family and uh, I've seen people come and go, but like the core people in the L'Oreal Pro education world are, they're just magnificent. They're amazing yeah. people. They're not just in it for themselves. You know, that is something that the company's culture does not promote. You know, yeah. they, we help each other and we support each other. That's awesome. And that's I mean, like, I try to live my life that way in my salon and great. And it's been 12 years, you said, correct? With years. the L'Oreal team. Yes. I mean, that longevity says speaks for itself anyway. All right. <laughs> um, okay. So you are known for kind of your passion and expertise in French balayage. Tell me about the love of French balayage. Who's doing it right? What mistakes are people making? Uh, because I know certainly L'Oreal professional is synonymous with the original and the art of French balayage. Oui, oui, absolutely. <laughs> I was introduced to it. Nancy Braun pretty much was the innovator of the balayage certification through L'Oreal Professional. She is one of really the groundbreaking colorists that brought it into the public eye because it was, everybody did balayage in Europe since the seventies, but it wasn't so so well known here. And, and so she recognized that there was a need, there was a demand for education because really, I think the story is that she, she was working at Frederick Fakai and she just learned by watching people and, and, you know, having mm -hmm. mentors, but there was nothing out there. So anyway, she started the balayage certification. And when she would come to the Boston area, uh, I would assist her. And I was like, cause she's famous. And I yeah. was terrified. She's like a celebrity colorist, Beverly Hills in New York. And I was like, oh my God, am I going to choke? What's going to happen? <laughs> and she was just the warmest. We're actually, she is from Louisville, Kentucky. And I partially grew up there. Okay. So we had that point of connection. And just from the moment that I saw her do hair and she was just so intuitive with the placement and she would, 
just great at describing how to do it. And of course she's extremely talented and uh, you know, she can, she can balayage anybody under the table for, for my concern. I asked her what I needed to do to get good like her. And she pointed me in the direction of the Academy and I got certified a long time ago and, you know, little by slow, I rose up the ladder and I just fell more and more in love because balayage is enchanting to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, there. tell me about why it's enchanting. I mean, the placement, I mean, I'm going to botch all the reasons why. So <laughs> tell me why it's enchanting to you from like a technique and color perspective. We have a term that we use at L'Oreal Professional and it's Frenchness. It's a word, Frenchness. Mm-hmm. I like that. Don't you? Isn't yeah, it great? I like and it a say lot. French girl hair. <laughs> and the idea behind Frenchness is that it's completely customized technique and placement just for your client. It's not just a pretty hat. I say it's not just a pretty hat because if your hair is healthy enough, anybody can do a million TZ lights and put a root shadow on it. And it's pretty, mm-hmm. but it's just a pretty hat. <laughs> Balayage. I love that. And Frenchness. You know, if you think about Frenchness, I think about like Chanel. I think about like Hermes. I think mm-hmm. about like customized craftsmanship quality mm-hmm. and all of those concepts, when you infuse that into your artistry and infuse it into your consultation, you can really, really customize for someone's face shape. And when I sit down with a client for the first time, I let them do the talking, but I'm observing that. You know, I, I don't just look at, I don't just look at the hair. I look at the person, right? Their maintenance. When do they want to come back? What are they wearing? You know, I never ignore what they're wearing. Because if somebody's caped up, because I work with assistants, if somebody's caped up and I don't see what they have on, mm-hmm. then how do I know what their style is? That's true. You know, I look at their lifestyle and of course, like the skin tone, eye color, mm-hmm. and it's all plugged into my formula of what I'm going to do for them. And then the balayage itself is just fun. It's like a meditation. You know, the whole thing with French balayage is the term balayage just gets thrown around. Everything is hashtag balayage, Mm -hmm. right? But French balayage is, you know, using either your hand or a planchette and a sweeping motion. And there's, there's specifics and the methodology, you know, we're very, very particular during that certification that you get the basic core skills down. So, and then once you do that, then you can get creative with them, but it's, it's specific, you know, the way that you hold the brush, the angle of the brush, the way you pick up the product, the way you hold the hair, there's a lot, there's a lot there, but when it clicks, that is when you can start to be an artist. And until that point, it's extremely, extremely frustrating. It can be, but once you fall into the flow, it is like really, really a great creative expression. I love that. And that's amazing. I love how you described it with such um, pre- precision and passion. I can see it. <laughs> I did a lot bet. of classes. <laughs> <laughs> and I true. feel like maybe, you know, meeting you on the street, you might just be like, girl, that placement's all wrong. <laughs> it looks really good. Your placement looks great. Okay, good. <laughs> I've been thinking this since I turned my screen on. Okay, good. I'm just going to just, you know, it's always so much pressure being on Zoom with hairstylists or colorists because it's just, you could be, I mean, you're, you're trained to 
analyze, right? And to make the features come to life. So Absolutely. it always kind of cracks me up. <laughs> I don't feel I've got pajamas on right now. So <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so I love that. Now, it, is that, I mean, I could assume that is your specialty, right? That is why clients come to you. Would you say that you've kind of um, also expanded that specialty with all of your other stylists at the salon as well? Is that kind of what you're known for? Expanding it to my other stylists? Well, throughout our education, they learn it. It's actually the last thing that they learn. They learn fundamentals of color cutting, you know, all, everything from how to apply a single process with precision to block coloring, creative foiling, and then balayage is the last thing. Because I don't want to give away all my secrets right now. Yeah, right? No. It's like the cherry on top, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes. But I, I will, I, I definitely feel like I've had so many mentors over the years that have shared so freely with me, not edited, not held back formulas. And I, I feel like paying that forward to yeah. others that are working with me is, is really important to raise the vibration of our industry, you know, continue to level up. I agree. I'm all about that for sure. Okay. So now L'Oreal Professional has some exciting things in the works. Most notedly, um, or most noted, uh, launching the Metal Detox um, product line this spring. Tell me a little bit about Metal Detox, why it's important. I'll let you take it away. Oh, Metal Detox is really amazing stuff. I was lucky enough to be part of the co-development of the product okay. you know, myself and two other international artists we went to Paris last year tested it out and I can say this you know completely unbiased it will completely change hair color forever wow it's a bold it is, statement it is but it is different it's been in the making for seven years and there is new information and new technology in this product that it's just never been out before so you know simply said a lot a lot a lot high percentage of the world have really high metallic content in their water especially copper what they found is that metal in the water gets into the center of the hair the cortex before it was just thought to sit on the surface of the hair mm -hmm. but it actually gets in and it gets trapped in there and uh, it has a negative reaction with hair color. Frequently, it can cause breakage and uh, dryness, unpredictable color results. And with metal detox, this is the first thing ever that, so a molecule has been developed that can it's small enough to go into the hair and neutralize all of that. And then with the rest of the insulin regimen, the hair is purified and protected. And cool. it is, you really have to use it to see, but the results after one application are like jaw dropping. Really? It from a feel, extra time, from like a texture feel, health of the hair, all of the. Some of my before and afters are absolutely unbelievable. No way. And uh, mostly 100%. on color treated hair or any type of hair. It's specifically for color treated hair. It's specifically for color treated hair because that that's the hair that's going to experience the reaction okay. with the metal. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I have metal in my water and I've tried it on myself before. And it definitely, definitely gave like a really nice clean because, uh, you know, my hair is not super dark. It looks dark in here, but 
uh, it definitely brightened everything because what happens with metal, even if you don't have hair color, it deposits itself and sure. metal has color and it has weight. So the hair becomes dull, it becomes lifeless and, mm. um, but it's, it is specifically, and it, it's formulated to go with any color brand, not okay. just with L'Oreal Professional. Even though yeah, I think that's the kicker, right? That it's developed for other lines. So you can simply add this into whatever, you know, we want you to be using L'Oreal Professional, certainly. Um, but if you are accustomed to another color line, this is an add-in, um, an added plus a service as well, correct? Yes. It's actually, it's not added into the product. It's okay. uh, applied to the hair prior to color application. Got it. Got it. That's It great. doesn't add any extra time to the service whatsoever. It's it's not like a bonder or something where you have to sit for mm -hmm. a half an hour at the sink. It's literally instantaneous. You mist it into the hair. You go mix your color. When you come back, it's dried into the hair because it's, wow. it's very, very light. You apply your color. And then depending on the texture and density of the hair and the condition of it, you use one of two conditioning treatments at the sink. You can leave the mask on for 10 minutes if you want a lot of moisture. And it is like brand new, brand new hair. After That's one. That's crazy. It That's is amazing. Nuts. So well, my before like? and afters are like just insane because we have a lot, a lot of metal in the water where I live. High, high metallic content. That's interesting to me too. When I was talking with the brand team, just the fact that even the different areas of the country or the world have different percentages of, of metal and types of metal and the hair. So this, it's really kind of a broad stroke treatment for international use, if you will. Absolutely. And it's not dangerous to the skin, but it is really detrimental to the condition of the hair. I mean, I think some that's something places are like 80%. It's, it's nuts. It is kind of nuts when you think about it, because I mean, certainly you've probably been thinking about metals, but as a general consumer, you don't think about the type of metal that is getting into your hair, how it affects you, how it affects your hair. So it's an interesting talking point with clients too, from an education standpoint, I can imagine. Absolutely. And even if it's a brand new house with brand new pipes and filtration on all that water pretty much breaks down metal and pipes are made of metal. So metal particles are in the water. Regardless, so, yeah. They are, so they're going to get into the hair to an extent. Interesting. Especially porous hair, because that is what really, the cuticles already raised. So that's going to really, really suck those metals in. Hmm. Interesting, all right. So aside try from, it. I know, now I want to. Hmm. Maybe I'll find mm -hmm. myself some product. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, okay. So aside from metal detox, anything else that you're excited about that the brand has coming out this year or just products that you live by within the line? Products, products that I live by within the line. So I'm all about healthy, pretty hair and uh, Inoa, which is our revolutionary permanent hair color the first ever oil-based non-ammonia hair color is, I swear by it. I don't use any ammonia in the salon aside from oh. some of our lightning portfolio. Okay. So I, I, I swear by that, couldn't live without it. Uh, Dia Light as well as an acidic-based demi-permanent. I use that a lot with toning my highlights because it is scientifically not capable of lifting the natural base of the hair. 
Mm -hmm. uh, which is great because if you use an alkaline based gloss, I'm getting real dorky here. If you use an alkaline based gloss on natural hair and you're trying to do a root shadow with that, and and a lot of glosses are alkaline based, even if it's with a very low developer, you're still going to see a little tiny bit of lift at the base. And after a few times, if your clients are coming every two months, you're going to have a level and a half of lift an orange band and not a cool looking hair, which yeah. is what people have been wanting. So yeah. Deolite, very important. And uh, I'm really, really excited about, uh, it's our new clay lightener. Yes. Clay seven, I kind of obsessed. And I've been teaching uh, digitally and just started going back to live education. And it's pretty much what everybody wants to see. And awesome. it's different. Again, like a lot of L'Oreal professionals, it's the largest research and development team of any beauty brand. Really? So they are ahead of the game and uh, it's different than other clay lighteners. It, uh, it's, it's 19% actual clay. It is encapsulating, it doesn't dry out. It smells like roses, it's mm. ammonia free. Oh. It's all the things, the whole yeah. package. That's great. It sounds like the brand's been up to some work over the last, what, seven years, you said? Middle Always. Detox took to come to. <laughs> Always. That's great. That's fun to work for a brand that's, you know, always introducing revolutionary products and kind of shaking up the market, especially if you're the one that gets to be the one testing those, right? I, On the forefront. I am, and I do, and so I love fun. it. Yeah, that's great. Would you have imagined yourself there? At L'Oreal Professional? Or, you know, just in the position you're in today. I mean, so much hard work to get there. You know, I, I'm a huge believer in setting goals and working to achieve the goals and, you know, breaking it down into small steps. And sometimes the small steps lead to really big things happening. So, yeah, I, I did imagine myself in this role. Right. I love it. I mean, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm extremely, extremely grateful for where I am today, but I'm a big law of attraction person. And I've been visualizing this since I was in hair school that I wanted to do platform work and I wanted to work internationally and work towards that goal, baby steps up the mountainside and eventually, hopefully you'll get there. And if, if you don't, then maybe there's, there's another route. Something else. You got it. Who needs architecture school? Who needs architecture? I still love Come architecture. Yeah. I draw houses all the time, but do you? <laughs> yes. Somebody else can build them for me. You got it. <laughs> um, okay. So these now we're into our quick takes section, unless there's anything else you want to chat about. No. Okay. <laughs> all right. So these are the questions that we ask all of our guests. Some of them do relate to the industry. Some do not. So you're being the first, this is the first podcast. So we're just going to throw them at you. All right. <laughs> okay. So number one, bar soap or body wash? Oh, I like to keep my options open with that. Okay. <laughs> sometimes I like a good bar, but sometimes I need a little loofah with some body wash. Okay. I like it. You know what? You are the first person that's ever said both. There it you just- go. It's like, what do we run out of first? And then traveling so much and staying in these great hotels, I'm always like looting, especially if it's like lots of products or like whatever. Yeah. (laughs) 
So lots of tiny bar soaps. <laughs> okay. What are you streaming right now on a podcast, Netflix, books? What, like, what are you obsessed with? Well, okay. So I'm always, always reading like personal development stuff. Oh, great. So yeah. I'm streaming that like three different books at the same time, all the time. I okay. live a half an hour from my salon. So I'm in the car a lot. Uh, and for Netflix, it's great because I just started traveling again. I just started flying again and I okay. used to fly all the time and I'd have plenty of time for Netflix. And uh, so I'm catching up on my Ozark. Oh, yeah. That ends. Woo, that's I love a, the twisted stuff. It is. It's And that one gets, I mean, I finished that one. So you're in for a ride. <laughs> no spoilers. I won't. <laughs> okay. Here's a question related to French balayage. Have you watched Emily in Paris or Emily in Paris, as we may say in the U.S.? I, it's been recommended to me, but <laughs> I have not. I have not watched it. Okay. I don't know if you'll be. I'm, I'd be curious because you're going to be like, nope, those, there's not Frenchness there. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> we'll see. Good, though. People love that one. <laughs> they do. It's cheesy. It's it's reminiscent of Sex in the City, but toned down many levels. So. Same, right? Um, okay, what's one product you cannot live without that's not a L'Oreal professional product? This could be a breakfast cereal. This could be something you use at home. This could be a brand of clothing. Like, what are you loving product wise? Something that I absolutely can't live without in my life. I have to have lint rollers at all times. I wear all black. White in the summer. I have one black dog. I have one white dog. Oh, okay. I have to have the lint rollers. Yeah. I'm lost if I don't have one. I've got them at the salon. I have them in my carry-on. I have one in my backpack at all times. Okay. So obviously your dog's shed. Yes? A little bit. A little bit. They're okay. chihuahuas, so they don't have that much <laughs> hair. And they're like eight pounds. So, yeah. but they do. Especially okay. this year. All right. That's great. I love it. <laughs> okay. And the last one is advice for those who want to make it to the top of our industry. I would say if I could go back and tell young Sebastian a word of advice when I was getting out of hair school, I would just say, be patient with yourself, pace yourself, jump into it, but have a work-life balance. Okay. Don't just completely wrap yourself up in the industry because a lot of what you will find for inspiration is not here. Work-life balance is very, very important. It doesn't always happen overnight. So I would say expect to achieve your goals, but don't put a time frame on it. Okay. That's good. Patience is also a virtue, right? Patience, yes. yes. And believe in yourself. Absolutely. Just be kind to people. Yeah. It's an honor to do what we do. And number one, most important thing, education, stay current, learn the foundational skills of doing here and have a mentor. Okay. Got it. Who was that mentor in your life that you look back on and are most grateful for? I've had many mentors. Nancy Braun, she really raised me okay. in balayage. I've also worked a lot with Min Kim. 
who is another one of the balayage artists at L'Oreal Professional. And she, she mentored me a lot in just facilitation, the art of facilitating and, and being organized. And uh, I've had a lot, but those two, are, they stick out in my mind. All right. That's great. I know mentors are priceless, right? <laughs> Especially to then pay that back to the industry or pay it forward, right? Really important to keep keep the expertise and keep elevating our industry that way as well. Absolutely. All right. Well, this was a pleasure. It was so great getting to meet you and getting to know more about you. Uh, now we know that metal detox is our must have, right? Gotta have it. Gotta have it. It, it smells like ridiculously amazing. It's like at a spa. <laughs> That's, I mean, just adds to that one more sense your senses, right? Adding to the overall experience. That's what my clients notice the most about it at mm. first before they actually see their gorgeous transformed hair is that it literally smells better than anything. Wow. All right. That's great. Well, a lot of benefits, certainly. Um, and again, thank you so much for your time. It was great to, to meet you. Um, we'll be yeah. excited to see how the product um, unravels or we'll be excited to see how the product comes to life in the industry. So um, best of luck to you and thank you for your time. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. You bet. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. Thanks. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. So what did you think? I mean, I'm in the Midwest. You're in Los Angeles. They did this crazy cool study about metals and hair by geographic location. And I've never really thought about it that way, right? Like, it's so... (laughs) interesting it, like what's in it our makes water, total sense right? but yeah. i never put it together which is right. so stupid of me i feel so silly after having <laughs> listened to this so i mean great kudos to the l'oreal professional team um <laughs> on my end <laughs> and amazing that this product basically takes those metals um sort of takes them out of the process and allows color to more seamlessly be absorbed into the hair Um, So a very, very cool innovation from L'Oreal Professional. Um, They spent many, many years on the research and development of which Sebastian Mm -hmm. talks about he actually was involved with um, and it's launching and has launched. It's out there. Um, If you want to get your hands on some, we've actually got a couple Hello Salon Pro subscription box left. Uh, They did a box takeover. So there's five or six products in the box, the complete metal detox line. So check that out on thetease.com and grab yours before they're gone. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease and send in questions to volume up at thetease.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Stephen Jodoran. Thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode and to Josh Landowski for editing so you can watch and listen on YouTube.